Toku Secrets is a podcast run by the Anime Secrets website. Check us out at AnimeSecrets.org for more anime, video game, tokusatsu content. Remember to follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts today. Hey everybody, it's Jason from Orange Time Force, and you're watching Toku Secrets Podcast. Tokusatsu, taking the form of many shows including Super Sentai, Kamen Rider, and Metal Heroes. And today, a group of fans come together to review it for you as Toku Secrets. Hey guys, and welcome to the Toku Secrets podcast presented by AnimeSecrets.org. I'm your host, Nathan Desa, Oaken Silver. Pat- Patrick Island, Shinkin Red. Rizwan Marston, Gokai Red. Anthony Davis, Kyoyu Green. And uh, today we are uh, doing a very uh, quick podcast. This is our new format uh, for King Oger now that we... Uh, um, since we've gotten most of the episodes out of the way, uh, we're going to be doing separate podcasts, very quick ones for uh, all the remainder ep- remaining episodes. So in this case, we're doing episode 27, The Space Bug King Arrives. Uh, just a quick one. Uh, this is the official beginning of the second half of King Oger with the time skip. We went over that very extensively in our uh, in our previous podcast. So uh, to give a brief recap of what happened last time, uh, in the in that uh, little string of episodes that we reviewed last time, so King Ogers gained the ability to transform the Shugodam Castle into its mech form. Uh, King Kok, Cassis, Kabuto. They discovered a plan from Desnarak, who was the leader of the Bugnarok, to destroy their planet uh, in order to clear the name of the Bugnarok. Jeremy revealed that he was a distant relative of Desnarak, and he faced him in a one-on-one battle. Then Kami Jim, kind of out of nowhere, revealed that he's behind the rift between humans and Bugnarok. And Desnarak was killed by Kami Jim. And then the Kingo just defeated Kami Jim. And now, and now a new kingdom has been created, the Bugnarok Kingdom, with Jeremy as the ruler. So that, uh, so the first episode. Uh, the first part of this episode, 27, pretty much recaps all of that. And then we fast forward two years later. Um, in the Bugnarok Kingdom, Kame Jim, who is now alive again. i not really sure how that works. Although, then again, it looked like they killed Desnarak at one point, and then he was alive again. So maybe that's just how some of these Bugnarok people are. But uh, he's... He's standing over him, declaring that the king of the universe is coming. Uh, Gira is preparing a peace conference, and it's revealed that uh, the other four kingdoms are being ruled by the aides of the king ogres. So uh, Ishabana is being ruled by Jimeno's butler, Sebastian, and Kosopa is being re- uh, ruled by Shiokara, Tofu by Kuroda, and uh, Gokan by Morphonia. The other King Ogres were apparently imprisoned for crimes, and the end of the episode reveals the crimes in a bit more of a comedic touch, which... <laughs> yeah, that's... Right. Yeah. Rita's uh, was my favorite. Rita had the Except best right. one. Exactly. I, I just mm-hmm. wanted a vacation, man. I just a vacation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but then, unfortunately, when the peace conference is happening, uh, the planet gets swarmed by a bunch of uh, Simei Shu gods, and 
a figure appears. This is the person who Kame Jim was hyping up. His name is uh, Dog Dead. Um, he's he he apparently uh, is part of a different organization that they're going to be calling the Galacta Galacta Insect, which is pretty cool, by the way. Uh, and he re and the Dog Dead he reveals to Gira that he's traveled to like many planets and he's destroyed. Although he doesn't call them destroyed, he calls the like cleaning up the planets. Mm -hmm. And and how does he do this? Well, what he does is actually pretty screwed up. Uh, he instigates he instigates race wars on planets. Like he pits races of the planet's people against each other, and then has the worlds destroy each other. That is just completely screwed up um well we got our explanation as to what happened <laughs> well at least now we know why they're like you know fighting each other and the bugner arts and the humans are going at it yeah and the thing is kame jim is apparently one of his lackeys here because we see him among like the generals i guess these are going to be his generals now so Maybe that kind of gives a little bit of an explanation on what Kame Jim was doing, although hopefully they'll go more in depth with that yeah. a little bit later. But uh, so Dog Dead, he demands that Gira kill the Bugnarok because if he does, then he'll let humanity live. But Gira refuses, uh, and all the and then Dog Dead is all like, "Okay, well then I'll just destroy humanity." And it's revealed that like all the other kingdoms are being attacked by his jesters. Uh, his generals. So we have Kame Jim, of course, and then there's these um, three other ones: uh, Goma, Hiro, Hirubiru, and Mina Minongan. I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing those names. Uh, and why does Don Dead do all this? I mean, Gira asks him that. Well, in in a way, I mean, he's kind of like Long from Geki Ranger. He just wants to destroy worlds because. He loves doing it because it's fun. He's bored and he wants to destroy worlds because he views the universe as his game board and living things are his game pieces. So, I mean, do you really need a big reason to want to destroy the universe? Yeah, you're you're evil. <laughs> <laughs> and then so Gira refuses, and he and Jeremy fight off Dog Dead. The other four King Ogers they escaped prison, and they all have like. And they all look pretty different. Like, like Yama's bleached his hair. Uh, I can't. Re I can the other ones haven't really changed that much, but they yeah, really Yama. haven't. Mm -mm. But uh, they escape prison and they return to their kingdoms. They fight off the jesters, and the episode ends with uh, Dog Dead and the four jesters retreating. And Dog Dead is all like, "Well, you know, the King Ogers, you know, they're." They're fighting against us. It just makes the game more fun. And yeah. that's how the episode ends. So uh, what did we all think about this episode, guys? Anybody want to start off? I'll start off. Okay, go ahead. This was a very interesting introduction to this new villain. I like the fact that this villain is very flamboyant when it comes to his destruction. He's just like, oh, I, I don't really care about these plants is like toys to me, honestly. I'm just like, you know, the king of the universe, basically. That's what he that's what his mindset was. And he's so charismatic and free about it, he just doesn't care. And it, it just shows you that he is definitely a way he is a drug first in the first this first episode of him 
doing all this contrasts how much better we would have had if Desnarok had this had this type of personality. So you know what I mean, yep. Like we were giving we were giving Desnarok so much heat for not being, you know, a better villain, but now we have this. I guess <laughs> I guess in a way, there this the audience is like, hey, like this this that the the Desnarok weren't really good villains. Here now we're getting an actual good villain. Yeah, I think that's a good step forward. And I mean, that's what we talked about before is that this season is suffering from a villain problem. And I'm not going to go off and say that this makes it, this makes up for all of that, but it's at least the first right step in that direction to fix it. Well, I would say this is a benefit of hindsight now is that the first half is still the fault of these guys, but we just never saw them until now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's probably one of those. It, it, I feel like it, it works because you've already seen the the kind of damage and chaos this guy can do, even though he wasn't around for half the season. But he he definitely left a good first impression with how he basically was immortal. Like they couldn't scratch him. He was able to teleport gear it to other planets and mm-hmm. showcase that his lair was almost like a a pocket dimension or something like this this is this this guy could be in the running for strongest sentai enemy and i don't know how they could realistically beat him given what they've established with this guy already right. well yeah i'm also thinking about how this guy <laughs> could also be impacting our other sentai teams across the universe Maybe that's where Koyu Red King. comes in. That's yeah, probably yeah. where Koyu Red comes into play. Because who knows if like the Gokaisers or anything have had their paths crossed with these guys. We, we don't know. I mean, it's but, possible that the Gokaisers did because everyone loves the Gokaiser team, you know? But the only thing that really kind of bothers me about this is that it feels like it's a a, a big step up in terms of scale. Like, this was a yeah. pretty, like, grounded, kind of confined within its own world thing. And now all of a sudden we're getting, like, reality-bending enemies. Doesn't that seem like a, you, you kind of escalated things a little bit too fast? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, okay, so I feel like only Anthony will get this reference. I'm hoping Anthony gets the reference at the very least. But Gurren Lagan did something very similar where... We thought we had this one anime villain who had this level of power and this many things, but by the end of the second half, like when they start doing more crazy stuff, the end with throwing universes like Surikens around, like screw these universes. Now they're just my weapons to throw at the enemy. This is true. Yeah, I don't. So it could be something like that as well, where. The power levels, if you may, might increase and go up more, you know? I don't know if I'd be a fan of that. Yeah, I mean, I hope they don't do it. But I have seen it happen before in different Japanese media. Yeah, but Sentai is a genre, is a show that, well, even like Kamen Rider, you can include that in there doesn't really do like insane power scaling it's usually pretty you know limited in what they'll let 
characters get away with. And if you take that limiter off, I think it'll kind of put the series in a position that it really shouldn't be in. Yeah. Well, Kamen so, Rider, come, I, I, as someone who's watched a lot of Kamen Rider, it happens a lot where like characters will be able to do things that will just be OPSF, but it's like, it's, but it, but it makes sense in that universe. If that, if, if yeah. that helps. But in Sentai, it doesn't. Yeah. Which is kind of where my concern is with this guy. Because he's seemingly immortal. So how do you beat someone who's immortal without overblowing somebody? Yeah. You know? Because what, what's really crazy, though, he reminds me of a certain comrade or villain, which if we ever get a chance to watch Bill, I highly recommend it. It's really good. Mm-hmm. He reminds me of him. But when we ever get to that point, I'll be like, okay, though, I'm not necessarily the same character, but like he has a grand ability where he can just like kill a lot of people instantly just like that yeah like so, I mean, that's, and all that yeah. it's probably my my biggest concern just based off this first episode but i think the writers have given me enough good stuff for me to trust where they're going with this yeah i don't think they're gonna let us down because they've had yeah 26 episodes to do it already yeah and they've they done immortal villains before and had well okay they did Long from Geki Ranger, and I think they did the um, what was his name? Uh, it was Master of Vile's counterpart in Kaku Ranger. Uh, a Daimao. Oh, Daimao. Yeah, Daimao. Oh, di- di- oh, di- yeah. Yeah, di- yeah. Di- yeah. Where they did have, yeah, like ceiling attacks and yep. stuff where they put them away and everything. But I don't think any of them were on like this level because this guy almost feels like he's a reality warper in some ways. Yeah. Yeah, he, he it, it feels and like it feels because he kind of established that he could blow up their planet at the flick of a, that snap of a finger. What's going to stop him from doing that other than just, you know, and then if he ever chooses to do that, how are they going to stop it? So it's, that's kind of you see where my I think yeah. what it is because that Long yeah. and Dime are never that powerful. This character to me feels like he's in it for the long game. He's very I guess he was bored with yeah. all the destruction and all that stuff, the plans easily, and just making people fight each other. Now he has not necessarily like a challenge per se for him for now, but I feel like he may want one because well, yeah. he could easily, like it's not he, like you said, Patrick, he could have easily just wiped them all out instantly, yeah. just like that. But he's choosing not to because he's bored. He wants yeah. he wants somebody to, to be like, hey, like let me challenge you, let me fight you. And and he expected. I'm guessing from my perspective, while I'm watching this, I feel like Gear. But he was on the Gira. He was hoping Gira would be like, "Okay, fine. We'll we'll do what you ask. We'll we'll obey your every command. We'll fight." Because I'm because I'm pretty sure if Rackless was still king and this had happened to him, he would have definitely had done yeah, what he yeah. wanted. Hundred percent. Bar none. Yeah. Not even it's a question, that, man. It's just that villains like this can are very easy to screw up when it terms to how you get rid of them and the first one that comes to mind for me for all you who are familiar with dragon ball is zamasu oh they 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 botched how they killed that guy yeah twice in the manga and and yeah oh my god we we finally killed him well guess what he just became the atmosphere 
what the heck? Cloud, <laughs> cloud Samasu. <laughs> yeah, so they, they got to be careful with this, but I, I trust them until they yeah. screw up. <laughs> well, until they screw up, right? Until they screw up, yeah. But Right. I, I would say one thing I want to say about Doc that this is the only thing that I find to be a downside. And I really hate how Sentai's not doing this as much as they used to. With how much this guy is motivated and with his motivations and like his personality and everything like i feel like he should have a human form and like he transforms into a monster form because enemies with human forms are usually a lot more interesting i mean we just like mm -hmm. like we just had we just did shinkinger a little while ago juzo fuwa was a great villain mm -hmm. um, yeah. you know we did gokaiger bosco was the best villain and and Gokai Jerk. He had a mm -hmm. human form. Bosco, mm -hmm. Bosco, and him are basically in the top three best villains of all time. And, and I mean, and there's Radigat, Radigat, and Rio were pretty good. Yeah, Rio, Rio's good, but I still think those three are way better, in my opinion. And I just, yeah, I wish that they like. And I I'm can't glad that they're giving us have anything good. I'm glad that they're. I'm glad that they're giving us some more interesting villain with like a motivation, but like the last time I remember a villain having a human form like regularly, and maybe Anthony could, uh, uh, you know, confirm, maybe Anthony could like debunk this, but the last villain I remember was Zed from Tokyuger, like as a regular human form. And there, there's a handful of villains that I feel like, could yeah. have worked for with a yeah. human form like uh like okay i haven't seen the ninja all the way through but i do know that uh what's her name her she's called madam odious odious and uh um what's her still, yeah. i think it's called qamon qamon like yeah with this she apparently has like a history with like the neen ninja's grandpa like that's a villain that should have a human form like, you would think right like I've... and to bring to call attention to a Sentai that I hate, Gosager, you know, your main villain Brajura, that's Brock's counterpart for those who haven't who know Megaforce only. He was a villain that was begging for a human form. No matter of fact, canonically, he would have a human form because he was well, if I you, are we okay with with small spoilers here? Is that yeah, why? I'm, never, I'm probably never gonna watch Gosager, so go for it. Yeah, <laughs> so not so it turns out Brajura was a Gosei angel. And he got that form because he kept overusing the power so much. And it corrupted him in a way. So he basically is like a fallen angel, basically. So yeah, he would have had a human form. But they just said, nah, we're not going to give him a human He has a human form, but he has, but it hasn't been shown. It's just kind of like a silhouette type of thing. Like, oh, I so got wait, I got to turn to this. So after. wait, Brajura was Lucifer? <laughs> yeah, basically, basically yeah. basically, yeah. He had a human form, but it just wasn't shown. Like, what is up with on what screen? Is up with, what is up with Sentai's doing very obvious uh, biblical references with their villains and being terrible? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Well, dude, welcome to Sentai. Because yeah. that, because in you see in Super Mega Force with uh, freaking uh, what's his name? Uh, I'm not blanking on his name. Rock. Rock, he yeah, was yeah. he was like he had like angel wings and he was able to yeah. use the different um powers of the ghost sages or whatever that's why 
Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I mean, my main point, like maybe Dog Dead could be like one of those main villains that is interesting despite not having a human form. Because there's there are some villains that are like that. Like Gray doesn't have a human form, and he's an amazing villain. But mm-hmm. I yeah, he's the, form, he's the exception though. Human form does not necessarily mean a better villain, but it does add a level of interest that we don't get any other way for like yeah. a sentence. Like, Bo- like if you made Bosco the exact same villain, but he was o- he only appeared in his monster form, would Bosco be nearly as No, he would not have remember? been as interesting. No. And you yeah. know what I know was really interesting about Bosco's character Bosco's character is that like when they were showing like the uh the screenshots of like his character and all that. They actually omitted his 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 monster form at all on the screen in the screenshots. Like nobody knew he had this form until they saw the episode. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I think that's the way you do it, honestly. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because even I, when I watched it, I was like, "Oh, he could do that." What? <laughs> hold on. <laughs> wait. Hold on. Wait, man. <laughs> but when could you do but, this? <laughs> But despite that, you know, th- this villain Dog Dead, like, he, he's still, I mean, if the writers do well, which I think the, which I think they will, maybe they could flesh him out and make him an even more interesting version of Long from Geki mm-hmm. Ranger. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know what? Uh, I, 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 I just remember something. Kira Major had a, had a humanoid, uh, humanoid villain, but she doesn't oh. appear to a way later. So, but oh. yeah, she, but she, yeah. But I hear good stuff about Kira Major, so yeah, yeah, same. Yeah. She's actually she's a she's an excellent villain, by the way. Is there a? But is there anything else that anybody wants to bring up about this episode? No. Can uh, we just say how, how how cool the, the the some of the generals look? In my personal oh, opinion, yeah. I, even though like they didn't really give us much, they at least showed us enough what they could potentially do later on in the future. I think the best scene is when the four uh, leaders come out of jail and start retaking their throne room. Yeah, that, that was, was that was that. Yeah, especially Rita and her line of "death penalty to you." I will not falter on this, and she bangs her sword. Yeah, that was and cool. we get a close up of her. That was that was kind of chilling, you know. Yes, mm-hmm. Hi, we don't have to do the Ice Kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we don't have to do uh, character rankings. That we'll probably do like let's do that. Like since we're doing this new format, we could update them every ten episodes. I think that's appropriate. Yeah, or that yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Or whenever something major happens, where we're like, dang, this character really stood out here. Yeah. Yeah. But but this episode is mostly just a setup for like the next big arc, which is fine. Yeah. I mean, you don't. Know, like it's good that they dedicate a whole episode because they got half the season left. So yeah, it's okay to use just one episode to set everything but up. Can we just say we're so I'm so glad that Gira actually grew up in these past two years because while yes he still somewhat refers himself as a tyrant king per se, he doesn't do the whole goofy <laughs> laugh thing. He kind of like takes it more like, serious uh, now. Uh, uh, uh. I uh, am. I hope we never hear that stupid laugh the rest of the season. I really hope not, yeah. because 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 there's no time for all that joking stuff. Like you, this is end game. We need people to be serious now. Yeah. 
Yeah, like you're not fighting against like you know just charming Loki anymore. Like you're fighting against someone on Thanos's level now at this point. So it's an Avengers level threat. So I need you to to take this Avengers level threat as serious as you can. Yeah, I need to scale this up a little bit. Yeah, Yeah. but I think. Oh, I was gonna say, I think one thing about King Edgar I like is that they do these kind of setup episodes. But it honestly doesn't feel like filler, even though Mm-mm. so many other Sentais do it like that. Because yeah. they have such an intricate story here. And even looking back on like the previous Harmony episodes, I've only counted like one episode of real filler in the entirety of this thing. And even then, that, so, that has some plot And even relevance. that was plot, yeah. Yeah, it felt more so, like a cool down episode than filler. But yeah, just yeah. Yeah. kind of breathe. Yeah. So, I mean, I think these guys know what the heck they're doing. And I am really excited for like part two of this thing. Yep. yep. Now, one, one thing that's been kind of popping up a little bit on Twitter, not a whole lot, but I've read at least one person on Twitter say, they think this is the beginning of where we might start getting a continuity of characters going beyond the season. Like maybe the King Ozer team is around for another set of threats in the, in the next Sentai. And they're hoping mean, for that. You mean them picking up what Power Rangers started doing where they established like a loose continuity? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's about time Sentai would embrace that. Yeah. I think, well, okay, especially with the rumors of Power Rangers going away. Yeah. Um, I think this is a good time for them to experiment and try that format. Yeah. So, and, I mean, I mean having, having Kyoryu Red be assumingly the first veteran ranger in Sentai history to come back and be a full-time player in a Sentai outside of his own is a step in that direction. Yeah, and I mean, we, we'd probably get a lot of the other well-known Sentai from the, at least, at least in the more recent era. I wouldn't expect, mm-hmm. like, pre-Gokaiser to really appear a lot, but definitely mm-hmm. I would see, like, Kira Major, Zen Kaiser, Don Brothers have, like, cameo episodes or something, if they were to bring about this shared continuity somehow because I mean I'm not going to get ahead of myself here but there's potential in this writing for them to say that this bug space empire thing kind of is responsible for more dissenti conflicts over the years mm-hmm. from behind the scenes because this guy is way too powerful it's very possible that they could tie into that yeah yeah like that would be crazy awesome if they could do it and that would probably like i remember i don't know if this was when uh zinkaiger was coming out or when don brothers was coming out but there was um a uh uh sentai youtuber that i follow he doesn't really post much anymore but his name is a uh, tokyo writer go he was making a oh, video speculating yeah, he was making a video speculating about if Sentai was going to be canceled anytime soon, and he apparently linked to a tweet that said that, like, 
Hentai is going to be on at least for a few more years because they want to experiment with some stuff regarding Sentai. Maybe they are going to try to experiment with like something akin to like the Zordon era of Power Rangers, where like well, the teams are connected. If you look back at the last three years of Sentai, <laughs> starting with Zenkaiser, Toei's been trying a lot of weird stuff. Like they tried Zenkaiser, <clears throat> where they had Zord-like people, yeah. robots, I guess, and mm -hmm. then. I mean, Don Brother, their suits are so goofy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, you, had, you had somebody on stilts, and then you had a Sonic character. Yeah. So <laughs> they had that going for them in Don Brothers. And now we got King Odzer, which they're not experimenting with anything like controversial, unless no, it's not having a take... written story. Well, yeah. It's not being taken place on Earth, which is the first Sentai that's never been on Earth. That's not true. It's not. I thought somebody pre Zero Ranger stuff did that. Like, no, there's been some. There were some alien teams pre Zoo Ranger, but I think they all took place yeah, on Earth. In some they capacity. all take place on Earth. Earth. Really? Yeah. I thought. No, I thought there is... was one where like royalty from another planet had to fight yeah. on their own planet or something. If you're talking about Flashman, then maybe. No, Flashman, they, they are, they're kids that were abducted by aliens and were raised on other planets, but then they come to Earth and they fight on Earth. Okay, so it's more of a Gokaiser type of story where they all yeah. are... Okay. Which, by the way, I mean, I've seen Flashman. That's a great sentai, and we're taking a look at it on this podcast, but that's beside the point. Cool. Uh, but yeah, so that's a first. That's, that's yeah. a very interesting thing, but... I mean, this is like if Mighty Morphin Alien Rangers... Was like a full fifty episode series, but it revolved yeah. only around the alien rangers fighting on Aquatar. Yeah. yeah, which I still want to see. I would love yeah. to see that. Yeah. I also want to see the Triforian Rangers in action. Yeah, but uh, what would we uh, each of us give this uh, episode out of ten for King Arthur? I'm gonna give it an eight. I'm gonna give it an eight as well. I'm gonna give it an eight. Yeah, okay, then it's eight all around the board. I'm giving it to Nate, too. Um, any closing thoughts you guys want to give? Stay tuned more. for next time. <laughs> what was that? Oh, I was going to say I need more. <laughs> and Riz? Stay tuned for next time. Yeah. All right, well, that concludes this uh, quick review of uh, King Oger. This is going to be our new uh, format. We're going to be doing quick ones for... Uh, 28 and 29 which have just recently come out and we're going to try and we're going to do this once a week so you can look forward to that we will be doing this all the way up until king ogre ends although i really don't want it to end either. Uh, but uh but anyway uh we thank you guys so much for checking this out uh our next couple of uh bigger podcasts where uh riz anthony and i are going to be doing uh seasons one and two of the uh Power Rangers, the audio drama, which is produced by, uh, I think his name is Carl Dut Dutton. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be doing those. Uh, then we're going to get back to uh, our Sentai proper podcast. We're going to be doing Mirai Sentai Time Ranger. All four of us are going to be on for that. We hope you guys will check that out. Uh, we will see you guys next time. We thank you all for taking the time to listen to us. If you're watching this on YouTube, comment down below with your thoughts on uh, King Oger, you like 
like this video, subscribe to our YouTube channel if we're not already subscribed. If you listen to us on Spotify and iTunes, we thank you guys for checking us out. And uh, you can leave us commentary at animesecrets.org. Uh, we will see you guys next time when we take a look at our next King Arthur episode. But until that time, you guys stay safe. We love you. May the power protect.